Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. Hope you are very, very well this Sunday morning. Steve, how are you? Good, good. All happy? All good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good to hear it. I, um, I, got, I randomly got a phone call off my dad the other day. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I can count on one hand the amount of times that my dad has rang me. Yeah, yeah. You know, just apropos of nothing, like random. Uh, he, um, and I th- obviously the first time I, st- when, I when, when I see dad Something come up on my phone, happened, yeah, I think, oh my God, what's happened to mum? You know, maybe Nana is, you know, no longer with us. Like, there's been yeah. a car accident. Like, something awful has happened. He rings up. I went, hey, what's up? You okay? He went, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just looking for a chat. Oh, okay. Thinking, what? What's happened? This is some, he's got something to tell me. Yeah. Um, so I said, oh, I said, what's going on? Um, he said, he said, actually, I just wanted to tell you about the Hoover. Uh, <laughs> I said, okay. what? Uh, basically, I'm sort of busy. Dad, I'm sort of in the middle of something, mate. Uh. <laughs> I said, what do you mean, the the, the, the Hoover? Uh, vacuum cleaner, sorry, for uh, yeah, yeah, so those folks. Run specific, yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, he's bought a new Hoover, right? My dad does yeah. all the housework. Like yeah. that, and uh, he has bought a new Hoover. He treated himself. Basically, I, I sort of, I think I gave him some money for his birthday or something. He's had it in his bank for a while. He got a couple of books. And then he said, oh, I've spent that money that you give us on a new Uber. Right. He got a shark. Oh, I've heard these. These are meant to Hoover. be good, the shark ones, aren't they? One keeps yeah. banging on about the shark. It was supposed to be 380 quid. Right. Steve, he got it for 180 quid, which still sounds very expensive for a Hoover to me. No, that's how much they are, not, aren't they? I've yeah, not they bought are. a Hoover for a very they long time. They are expensive. And people go, get shark. a Nile one, but they're expensive. But yes, shark. Okay. Shark, mate. Happy? Is he happy with the purchase? Mate, he rang me to tell me how happy he was. Yeah. Duo clean, powered lift away, anti hair wrap, upright bagless. Like he was giving it the full. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Dad. I don't know what these words mean. I've not used the Hoover for no. a long time. So, but he was so excited. Don't, don't forget, my dad is a, a janitor as well. So, I mean, obviously, not, he's not going to use it at work, but, you know, he's, he's like, he said it's better than the Henry. That's a big. Yeah. Big claim. Is the Henry any good though, or is it just good because it's got a face and you feel like it's... I think it has got a face. But then when you see builders and cleaners, they use it and 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 they I know, know what we're talking yeah, about when it yeah, comes to Yeah, no, but builders and cleaners are using it just sucking up any old bit of concrete. <laughs> they're not treating it well, are they? Henry's going, please stop, please. <laughs> I've got a wife, Henrietta. <laughs> just a little tear when he's one of his stuck yeah. on eyes. And she's just looking through the window going, oh, he'll be dead by next week. <laughs> I'm on my third, Henry. Yeah, <laughs> Henry VIII, that's what you're waiting for. <laughs> this is Henry VIII. Yeah, so that's what he was excited about, vacuum. Can you, would you get excited about a vacuum cleaner? Though? Well, I'm just, we've got two cats and we've got a child that oh, scrabbles yeah. around the floor quite a lot. And yeah. we yeah. were looking at maybe getting one of them little robot ones that potters around, does it? The one thing. that does it yourself, that does it well, itself like? Not only that, it's got a little, I just had a little look. They've got a charging station and you can do the Alexa Sweep the floor, and then it just comes out. Of its, it like, sweeps kennel. the floor. <laughs> comes out of its kennel, hoovers it right. all, and then you go, Alexa, tell a vacuum cleaner to do one. And it goes, ooh, back to its little kennel. Wow. It's got its own little charging station. So, you know, I'm tempted. I am yeah, tempted. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking on it. I'm looking at it. There's one here for 1300 quid. Oh, yeah, iRobot no, Roomba i7. No. no, the one I was looking at was, uh, was just on Amazon. It was just... Uh, right. It was uh, like 160 quid or something like Crikey, that. Crikey, yeah. And the cats but, will have a bit of play on it. They'll be able to play on the top of it, won't they? They love all that, cats. Yeah. Are you on the Are you on the Amazon now? What do the reviews say? Here it yeah. is. This is the one I was looking at. The questions. Right. Because you, you, need you need the questions, don't you? In the little yeah, videos. what other mistakes. Somebody just pointing at a broken box going, box is broken. Here's the question. <laughs> oh, good question. Start with... Could they support the weight of several cats? My cats want to form a display team. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, they will be standing in a pyramid formation. And then the answer is, it really depends on the weight of the cats in question. Our cats are £9 each. And the pair of them ditched their bicycles when they found out this was an easier mode of transport. (laughs) Next next answer. Not more than two cats. It's sturdy, but I don't think it's supporting more than two cats. Next answer. Should be fine unless you're using big game cats. Then you're on your own, mate. (laughs) 
and then lots of puns of this would be perfect for your cats and stuff like that. I've got a Labrador who likes to chase it. He's got on it a couple of times, but yeah. And then somebody's <laughs> gone really serious. Put blue tack and drawing pins on the top, so that'll stop them. Wow, dark. That is it's a not really. The Hoover chat's taking a dark turn. You've got to get the meerkat off first, somebody said. Wowza. I don't think people are taking this uh, Hoover seriously. No. But, uh, so people are a lot are very bored, haven't they? They've been very well, we're in, bored. We're trapped in our house all the time, so we, yeah. you need to find some amusement in your house. This yeah. looks good. I might buy this. Right, do it. Do it. Let us know it is, and I'll have a look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hey, while we're talking housework, Steve. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, a story coming out of China this morning. Oh, yeah. Out of China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story coming out of China. China. Uh, uh, China. Uh, A Beijing divorce court has ordered a man to compensate his wife for the housework she did during their marriage in a landmark ruling. Okay, this is interesting. I know. My dad's already rubbing his hands together here. (laughs) Yeah. He's on to an absolute... He'll be able to buy as many shark vacuum cleaners as he wants. (laughs) He's sat on a gold mine there. (laughs) (laughs) 37 years. Uh, The woman will receive £5,460 for five years of unpaid labour. According to the court, the man identified by his surname, Chen, had filed for divorce last year from his wife, surnamed Wang. Uh, I don't know why they've included that information. Uh, After getting married in 2015, she was reluctant to divorce at first, but later requested financial compensation, arguing that Chen had not shouldered any housework or childcare responsibilities for their son. Fair enough, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, the presiding judge told reporters on Monday that the division of the couple's joint property after marriage usually entails splitting tangible property, but housework constitutes intangible property yeah. value. Yeah, because I guess she's kept, if she's kept the house maintained... Yeah, and she's cooked the, the childcare seems She's kept that's... everybody fed, yeah. yeah. So she's actually... Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, the ruling was made according to the new civil code in the country, which came into effect this year. Under the new law, a spouse is entitled to seek compensation in a divorce if he or she bears more responsibility in child care, uh, child raising, caring for elderly relatives, and assisting the partners in their work. That's pretty. That is that sent a few shudders around, around our listeners. You know right I'll, now. I'll take him to the park today. Don't worry about it. That's just a few people doing that now, isn't it? <laughs> See that bill coming. Hey, yeah, 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 I'll do that. Don't you really worry about that. I'll sort that out. Yeah, I'll sort that out. Don't you worry about it. You see yourself oh. down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, fine. Hey, take a picture of me doing the washing up. Just so, <laughs> just so I've got the... Uh, yeah, I should not, not send that to me, lawyer. Not lawyer. Uh, <laughs> oh, <he's> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely something in that. Yeah. I mean, I'd be absolutely fine. My wife actually had to ring our cleaner once to ask where the sweeping brush was. So <laughs> I am fine. Yeah. Did you know where it was? No, no, not at all. I called it a ringer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't mind a bit of housework. But I'm, I'm the. I think I've told you this before. I'm not the. I'm not the everyday kind of clean up guy. You like you go in. Like, you do one day a year, but when you do it, you do it thoroughly. Yeah, you're exactly, in there. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's me. I just. Um, I don't know. I just. I'm not, I'm not every day. I couldn't be bothered. I'm like the, your man from. Uh, the wolf, you know, from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they ring you're me up. a specialist. Up. I'm a yeah, specialist, yeah. 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 You're like when I clean Mason with cleaning. Yeah, when I clean, it stays clean. Yeah, for a day. For half a day, yeah. So the kids get <laughs> stuck in. Uh, but I'm in charge of things like that. I've got to, I've, I've got to do cat litter and stuff like that. Like, that's my... I, I mean, do the grimy jobs. a week. No, no, we've not. Not now. We've had them for four months, Steve. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, but still, it's, yeah. to put it on the list, I mean, I'm a cat litter guy. I'm the cat litter guy. Um, you know, anything goes wrong, anyone's throwing up, anyone's doing those, I'm that guy. I also mm. do the bins. Yeah. I do the grubby stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good, though, isn't it? You, you, you basically, I mean? you're, you've got a portfolio of work Yeah. that if this goes to court, you can bring up. Exactly. And then you can also mention the fact that she had to ring the cleaner to ask where the sweeping brush. Exactly, was. I'd like to. I'd like to call my first witness. Yeah. Uh, that's Sue. Yeah, uh, the cleaner. Hey, yeah, right. Nice yes. Uh, d- d- on the fourteenth of April, uh, you were away on your uh, Easter holidays. Uh, I was, you, were actually, yeah. you were abroad at the time. It was a lovely time. It was uh, a lovely Malta. time. Yeah, we, yeah. I remember it well. And you were away for two weeks. Did. Or did, or did not happen uh, on the fifth day of that holiday? <laughs> did you receive? Have you got a wig on? 
Have you got like, yeah, a proper... Got... Yeah, okay, just checking. Did you receive a phone call from the uh, defendant uh, asking you where you kept our sweeping brush? I did, yes. Um, yes. Can you point the first now in the room? <laughs> it was her. It's a great, it's a great, great, great court, great court session. Manford. What have you been watching on telly, Steve? What's been going on? I've been, I mean, I'm not proud of this, and Go I got on. into it slightly by accident. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I'm you're trying well to get me invested. To watch it. I'm well invested now. Go I was on. cooking, and then the telly was on, and my wife was watching it. Yeah, she loves yeah, all classic. that. Classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sort of stuff. Um, but um, Below Deck. Below Deck. On um, Amazon Prime. I think I think it's the first two seasons on Netflix. It's about a sort of, you know, a charter yacht. Uh, the staff that work on it, there's like, you know, eight of them or something. Mm-hmm. And a captain, Captain Lee. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they'd pick, like, charter it for two days, and sometimes they'd be like, rest is really obnoxious and whatever, yeah. and they just, uh, you follow their antics. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it's absolutely <laughs> compulsive. It's brilliant. Is it, though? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, Are I'm not you... going to say it's any form of IR. You know what I'm like? Yeah. I don't like, I, if it feels like it's wasting time, I'm not saying I have to sit down and commit to it, but if you've got half an right. hour while you're doing something, you go, pop that on. You don't have to f- follow it where you've started from. Captain Lee who basically gets people up to the wheelhouse to tell them off, just speaks yeah. in riddles. He brings people up to the wheelhouse, and he goes, so what's going on today? And they go, well, uh, this happened. And he goes, listen, you can't make an omelette without breaking any eggs. It's a crapshoot, you know? <laughs> what you've done is you bought a knife to a gunfight. He just says like, right. riddles. Does that talk? Talk? No, I don't They're like, what have I done? Have I done bad or good? It's very good. And there's a woman called Kate who comes in on the third mm. series, I think. She's very good, very sarcastic, very, okay. very funny. So I'm just saying, give it a go. Yeah, it's bubblegum. It's nothing heavy, but um, it's that's what we need right now. Sometimes. Yeah, I, was, I know what you're saying. I just I didn't think it was going to be your show of the week. That was all. Yeah, it is very much <laughs> of, of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Sat there with my hot chocolate. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I um I watched a, a show. It's been out for a while now. Um, from January, I think, but I only just caught it. It's a French drama because you know me, Steve. Oh, I see what I mean. Look, this is what we, no one needs. This is it all subtitled? No, actually, it's not oh. subtitled. Okay, it has been dubbed over in oh, English. I can't. I can't watch that. What's it on? You say that, but actually, I was the same, right? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, I'm not watching subtitles. If I wanted to be entertained by reading, I'd get a book. No, you know I, I, mean? I love a subtitle. I watched all the original killings and the bridge and all that. I love a yeah, subtitle yeah, thingy. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had the option of subtitled and and dubbed over, I would always watch subtitles. Well, I would normally. And, Are and they it, doing a French accent? No, 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 no. It's sort of... But weirdly, it actually... It's called Looping, anyway. It's called Looping. Yeah, Looping. And it's, yeah. it's on Netflix. It's really good. It's really good drama. But the thing is, Steve... Yeah. And this is a terrible thing to admit, but our, most of us yeah. aren't just watching telly anymore. You're not just watching telly. You're always doing something else at the same time. When was the last oh, time yeah, you actually just so. sat and no, watched the programme? You're yeah. on your phone. That you know you've got other th- you've got laptop on your iPad. You've got other things going on in your in, in your peripheral. Hmm. The amount of times I've actually sat and watched the show, lips moving in sync with the words. Uh, has uh, been yeah. that's small. why you can't watch it with the subtitles because you yeah because I'd miss half of it phone. yeah yeah that's why yeah that's it but I anyway, know it's got it stars uh, Omar Sy and he's like um, uh, a famous sort of gentleman thief master of disguise okay. uh, and it's um, it's just really good it's a really good story loads going on and it's um, yeah I've been enjoying it and the other thing I've been watching Steve is a show called Your Garden Made Perfect. Oh, this I've heard of this. Is this on BBC yeah. Two or something? It's BBC like Two. Um, yeah. It is Angela Scanlon presents it. Irish woman, very funny and and uh, very charming. And it's essentially um, for people, families who need the garden doing up. They're all yeah. on iPlay. All the episodes are on iPlay now. Um, they need the, the garden doing up, and they get uh, these designers in who come up with these designs, and they. Uh, they put um, like VR headsets on, okay, and we get so to see what it's look like, like a the, virtual yeah. reality version That's of good. their garden. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Uh, and then also at the same time, there's this scouse bloke who uh, deals with like sort of you know if you've only got like fifteen hundred quid, yeah, he'll work out how you get a wicked yeah. garden for like fifteen hundred yeah, yeah. quid. These other people have got money to burn, Steve. I don't really understand, and uh, there's no disrespect to landscapers out there, but 
there's episode three, right? If you catch episode three, there's a family who spends whose budget is sixty thousand pounds. Oh, for something you leave outside as on well. a garden, and I'm telling you, gets to the end of it, it looked like it was in the middle of it being done. There was mud, <sighs> mud everywhere. I just thought, and they were like dead happy. I was like, sixty grand? Nah. Never mind your garden made perfect. You'll be on crime watch, son. Yeah. Absolute done. joke. No. But it's that sort of show when you're like sat there going, nah, what? Oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? Like you find yeah. bits in there. Yeah. Interesting. We're getting our garden done at the moment. <laughs> we got our quote the other week and I was like, seems a bit excessive, that. And uh, sort of knocked him down a little bit to a place that I was feeling a bit happier with. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I can work that out. I can, can do that. Watch one episode of this. I turned to Lucy. I said, I think we're getting a good deal, actually, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Hiya, mate. Just uh, saying, oh, happy with everything so far. Just Absolutely over the moon, yeah. Just yeah. Uh, just watch your garden made perfect, and I just spent 20 grand on something that's... that's I, don't need, uh, small... I don't need a VR oh, headset. I trust you implicitly, my friend. So, <laughs> when uh, you start? When, when can you start? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's pretty good as well if you're looking for a bit of, uh, you know, a bit of a, a, a sort of palate cleanser TV show between your big mm, high-end dramas. Need, yeah. yeah. Need a little break. Yeah. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. I found something very weird recently. Very odd. And you might know this already, being a cat owner. Mm. So uh, we got our uh, shopping delivered the other day. And um, the bags get... Anyway, one bag split. Just as I was walking it in from from outside. Everywhere. All the veg everywhere, right? And um, a cucumber just sort of went... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Do you know what I'm going to say? Right? Well, we've got two cats. One of them... Absolutely mad for cucumber. Right. They love it, don't they? Well, not just... No, no, I'm not the opposite, Steve. What? Terrified of a cucumber. Oh, no, mine absolutely... Like rolled up. I mean, they might chopped up and eat it, maybe. But Just take ro- a thin slice. What, are they scared of a cucumber? The, cu- like, the full... In its full form. The full form cucumber rolled like over towards the cat. I googled it. That's exactly what it is. Everybody is born with an instinctive fear of snakes all right. of us all the all the animals right yeah and Except for snakes. that's apart from <laughs> <laughs> that'd be weird wouldn't it <gasps> oh, who are you i'm your mum oh sorry <laughs> just come out that egg and it's scared the living daylight at me there's another one oh no. that's, that's you that's a mirror oh my lord why is it a mirror in the jungle <laughs> but terrified and when i googled it i went online I seem to remember this. Yeah. Was Mate, there loads there of videos are of people millions throwing? Millions of videos of people <laughs> putting cucumbers behind cats. Oh, no. What, and they just turn around and go, just jump? I mean, do they jump? I mean, you've seen a cat move. They yeah. are like a cat up a drain pipe. It's unbelievable. They're terrified of them. Well, my one of my cats, you slice it up, absolutely loves a bit of cucumber. Right. So I'm just saying, but that, that, maybe he's a monster. Maybe Chopped that snake up for me, did you? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, one of the weirdest, weirdest things that I've ever seen, that. Cats and cucumbers. Um, but like I said, maybe they like eating them, I don't know. But uh, my other, my other, One of my cats, Elvis, um, he um, he gave him a bit of like, a bit of tuna or something, a bit of chicken. Yeah. I mean, he loved, I mean, obviously he's called Elvis, he loves his food. Yeah, um, yeah. But the noise he makes while he's eating it, you know when what? someone, you know, as humans, you you have like maybe you have a nice yogurt or something, or a nice chocolate bar or something that you really love mm-hmm. the taste of. You're like, hmm, yeah. you know that noise we make. Hmm, that's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He that's makes nice what he'd be like, oh, like it's the weirdest noise. He's so enjoying his food. It's Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Oh, is it like that? That's what he's doing. It's the weird. I'll try and record it one week. It's a hilarious yeah. noise. Um, unfortunately, they're house cats, so they can never uh, leave the building, which is a shame mm. because well, yeah, he, he's called Elvis. You know what I mean? That's the one thing that he'd like to. Yeah, he says left the building. Yeah, you'd like to do that, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's but if Elvis has left the building, we're in trouble because he's not been chipped yet. Yeah, <laughs> my cats just came in and and like because the one who never lets me leave the house because uh, I've left the house has just screamed at the door of the shed and now he's asleep next to me. That's cute. Do you follow you everywhere? Yeah, literally everywhere. <laughs> Real burden. He's like mould. Wherever I am, he's growing. He's, but it's because he loves you, because you're his, you're his dad. Yeah, his no, cat yeah. dad. It's just a bit clingy, though. It's a little bit too clingy. 
No, I get. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. My kids are a bit like that. <laughs> before we go, uh, before we leave you on this uh, for for a song, um, it does say online, uh, do not deliberately scare your cats with cucumbers. Well, well, I, uh, I didn't need to be told that. I no, no, you anyway. don't, mate. But you know no. what the British public are like. Well, it's like when they were, there was that bit when you people were throwing ham in kids' faces or whatever it was. Yeah, like, stop don't doing do it. Do it just because it's a viral thing. That's your child, yeah. mate. Yeah, there's a, a Jill, him. Jill, Jill Goldman here says, uh, who's an animal behaviourist, yeah, says it saying? causes stress to an animal. That's that's not a good thing. If you do it for laughs, it makes me question your humanity. So I'm, I'm with her. Yeah, I agree. Funny there though, yeah. I mean, hilarious. <laughs> I was actually doing a podcast recently with uh, Ralph Little and Will Meller. Oh, yeah. That's the sort of circles I mix in, Steve. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? There's this sort of level of chat and yeah. that I like, you know, sort of social circles that I'm in now, Steve. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, uh, no, have a little chat. They've got a very funny podcast called uh, Two Packs Lager and something. I don't know what the rest of it's called. Um, but it's essentially a Two Packs chat between two former uh, friends, uh, or two former colleagues, sorry, uh, who are big friends. And I ended up start telling this story about when I was a kid, um, I had a pair of shoes at school, I had a pair of red kickers. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, my mum painted them black okay. so I could was... wear them for school. Oh, because you need black tones at school, right? Yeah, you need black shoes at school, yeah, right. So, um, and I sort of made some friends laugh in class because obviously every time, because she just paint. when I say painted them, mate, she just painted them with paint from the shed. Like it so wasn't proper. So it just proper. Sort of peeled off every now and again. Yeah, it was just like if I scratched them, there was red showing through. Like it was right. like a mul- basically black emulsion or something. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? like or what you paint a radiator in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Gloss. Paint my shoes, right? Yeah. So, um, but the shoes came from a very interesting place, right? And, and this is what I want to talk about today, which is things that sort of <laughs> you seem to get away with in the sort of 60s, 70s, 80s, um, which now there would be serious consequences. You'd yeah. be cancelled, social services would be around, like mm. things would happen, you know, whereas that, then it just sort of seemed to be, ended up just being a funny story that yeah, you told. Yeah, what happened. When the family came around, yeah, it's one of those things. Um, so this is what happened to me, right? This is the story. Yeah. My, uh, I'm trying not to be too dark here because it does start very darkly. Okay, okay. Um, but essentially, uh, a friend of a friend Died. Okay. <laughs> Try not to be dark. Yeah, they di- well, they got murdered. So I've actually okay. tried to sort of lighten it up okay. a bit, if I'm okay. honest. So right. okay. anyway, yeah. so this is like 1993, something like mm. that. You know, in Mossai, Manchester. And, uh, and and essentially, you know, back then, you know, like I always sort of say, you know, I was underprivileged childhood, I found out later. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know at the time. Yeah, we, so you just, yeah you do, don't you? You just get yeah. through, don't you, right? And... Um, Essentially, what happened was uh, once his flat was there was nobody in it. Um, his partner or his friends or whatever started. Well, well he doesn't need all this stuff. What we're going to do all this stuff? He's not got anybody to pass it on to. So, does anybody want his stuff? Yeah, let's take so, his stuff. Yeah, it was just like a free for all, really. So, and my mum was like, "Well, we need a new cooker." So, let you and your dad go and get this cooker, right? So, we went to this block of flats. It's like ten stories high. And we had to take his cooker, and it was one of those old ones, you know, the sort of long, the sort of not the wide ones, like the long thin one with a hood. Yeah, with the grill at the top and everything. Yeah, yeah, and it used to be white, but it's it's not anymore. No, no, not anymore. But it worked, and ours didn't, so we were having it. Yeah, quids in. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, so me, I'm like 13 or something, and I'm carrying a cooker down 10 flights of stairs with my dad yeah. in my school uniform. I've come straight from school. And we're getting right near the bottom. And as we get towards the bottom, I've got um, my school shoes on, as you, as you imagine. Yeah. And uh, in the bottom of the the cooker bit, was a he'd obviously put his chip pan in there. Oh, a little drawer with all the stuff in there. Yeah, yeah he put his chip pan in there. And you remember the chip pan back in the day? It was just yeah. all burnt around the edge. Yeah. And inside was just the same oil, the same lard all yeah, the time. Yeah, just congealed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, Nobody it, changed that oil. No, why would you? It's just the same oil used. The carcinogenics in there, man. Yeah, that's where the flavour comes from, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is, to be fair, yeah. From previous chips. Yeah, former chips. Yeah, dead chips. Yeah, a flavour in these new chips. (laughs) 
It's a circle of life. Circle of chips. Yeah. It's something like the Lion King, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> circle of chips. And, um, and, and, and anyway, the door opened and this chip pan. I mean, yeah. why would there was, if you remember back in the day, there used to be adverts on the telly because they were called chip pan fires. Yeah. They, they didn't mess around with the name, did they? It's no. What it is. And yet, even though we knew the danger of a chip pan, our parents were like, I like chips though. We like chips too much. Yes, we might die in a house fire, but I really like chips. I really like chips. It's a a risk I'm willing to take. I'm willing to take it for a chip. And these aren't just normal (laughs) chips. These are the chips flavoured with previous chips. chips. (laughs) (laughs) This is chips times a thousand. Chip squared, mate. Zeros going off as far as your eye can see. (laughs) In the shape of little potatoes. (laughs) Anyway, door opens. Chip pan falls out, congealed yeah. fat all over me, bottom half oh, of my trousers, wow. all over my school shoes, ruined, mate. Absolutely mm. ruined. And they stunk. Yeah, of course. Of dead chip. Former chips. Former chips. So um, the chip formerly known as chip. So I um, go back up. We go back up to the flat. My mum's up there, like still divvying out stuff. Yeah, you have his, uh, that, you have that, you have that, you know. And I come back in, chip pan, juice all over me, kex. Yeah. Um, and she goes, what's happened here? I told her what happened. She said, oh, what are we going to do about that? I can't afford to get your new shoes. She went, go and check in his bedroom, see if he's got any shoes. <laughs> so I go into this dead man's bedroom. Yeah. Dead man's shoes. Yeah, literally dead man's shoes. Literally yeah. dead man's shoes. Same and size as you. We, no, he was like a size too big. I was like 14. So, you know, by that point, I'm already six foot and I'm, you know. Yeah. I was one of those kids. But did know? the dead man have any tissues that you could put in the toes? And then you could wear those <laughs> I'm not shoes. using dead man's tissues. You've got to be a line. The dead man's tissues. Put them in the dead man's shoes <laughs> and take that dripping all off your legs. So I got end up... No, he didn't have any... Obviously, he didn't have any school shoes, this guy. He had a pair of red kickers. Mm. Oh, so, so that's where they came from. That's where I got my red kickers from. Oh, okay. Like my mum painted black and I went to school. Um, that was 1993. And my parents did not suffer any consequences because of that. No, well, it's you know, it's part of the recycle. I guess it's an element it? of that. But it's the, the it's the that. Gunways. That's what I want to talk about this morning. Things that we did and we, and we sort of got away with back in the day that now would not happen. Jason, Jason, Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford. where real music matters. You know, when I was a kid, like I used to get, I was eight years old, get sent to the shop on my bike to buy cigarettes for my dad to get some fags. Yeah, yeah, and they used to sell them in singles. Yeah. Did you just sell sick? I mean, they weren't supposed did you to. You didn't did. need a note or anything, or did you just. Yeah, just I did get down. a note. I did yeah. just have a note, to be fair. But you could have forged a note. So I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> My dad's not writing in calligraphy. It's not hard to write no. if I needed to. But should, like, that, should, that should be the proof. You've, you've got to have a really good handwriting. <laughs> like a Victorian scholar. Yeah, with a quill. Yeah. <laughs> I would like 20 Benson and Hedges. <laughs> Please give it to this urchin. This urchin is my son. But it's um, yeah, I used to get that. Be like, go and get your nana. She'd be like, in, she'd be in the bookies. <laughs> I go get that was her office. She used to call yeah, me her office. Fonds. Yeah, exactly. Like seat belts were optional. Certainly in the back. There were, I don't think there was. There wasn't. Ever, the it wasn't even any seat belts in the back. No. You know, no, you could open wasn't. the door. You could wind your own window down. Yeah, there wasn't central locking and all no that child. child lock. No, there was no child locks. We I survived, mean, my, didn't we? My uncle used to have a van that we used to sit in, on the wheel arch in the back. We it was like being Alton Towers, yeah, like a, the best ride ever. We were all over it, bang, bang. There's tools flying around. We're just in the back, in the back of a van. You know, we drank from hose pipes. We ate white bread with every meal. Sometimes we sugar on them. Mm, like different times, isn't it? They were different, different times. times. Different times. I just, you know, I just, I'm not saying we should go back to those times at all. And I think it's good that we obviously very protective of our uh, children. Yeah, but. I don't know. Do you think sometimes it's well, so my son's got a lot of energy and he eats really yeah. well. Yeah. And I sometimes think let's just give him a Finder's crispy pancake. Let's oh. just slow his metabolism down a little bit. <laughs> yes. I mean, just maybe he needs a bit of starch, a bit of beige yeah. instead of eating those sushi seaweed things. That's five, it. Five, man. This kid needs a Twizzler in his life. Yeah, just needs a turkey Twizzler to sort him right. He'll out. have a good carb coma in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, a good kid. Is that such a bad thing? Is it? I, mean, I don't think yeah. so. Well, we survived. That's the point, isn't it? Exactly. And look at us. Every single one of our generation, a perfect specimen of humanity. Exactly. That's what I mean? Uh, Lucy Muir says, uh, I clearly remember 
that on a family road trip in the car, there were times that if I needed a nap, I just had to lie down along my siblings' knees on the back seat, basically mm. making their laps into like a bumpy makeshift car bed. Yeah, and a kind of seatbelt, a human seatbelt for the Yeah, they're all going to hold on to you if, you, yeah. if you... I mean, they'll obviously go through the, the window as well, but... Well, you know, no, the way you might you. block them. I don't know. That's yeah. true. I don't know the physics of it, yeah. That's a science no. question for another day. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to... There were so many of us getting in the car up down to Southport um, that the smallest of the kids, and it was often often me for a few years, my little brother came along, um, would be in the passenger footwell. Yeah, I, I seem to remember going in the footwell as well. Yeah. More to, more to like, if, like you're just saying about having a nap. Like, yeah. if I'm down here, I'm safer. Yeah, you know what I mean, so, yeah. Even though you're not, yeah. No, but any <laughs> sudden, no, but any like sudden breaking. If you're asleep yeah. on a chair, you're going to go forward a bit. But like, that's down yeah, there, yeah. You're in oh, a you're going hammer, nowhere, can't mate. you? You know, yeah. that's, a, that's a modern hammock, isn't we it? We used right to lift. There? I used to lift the um, the the mat up on the floor, and there was oh, a yeah. hole in the floor, and I could see the road. Oh, that'll send you off underneath. To sleep. I don't know, the oh, road it was in by. Yeah, I mean, you paid nine ninety nine a month on the car map for that. Yeah, you headspace. And you've got those extra fumes that'll send you off as well. It's lovely, isn't it? Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, Sam Brecky says, uh, my mum wanted a new ironing board. So for Mother's Day, when my sister and I were about 11 or 12, we popped off to town, bought an ironing board and carried it home like the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> hey. Just came 11 years old, just to you, to me. Innocent, different times. Different times. You wouldn't, you would not let your kids go into town. Not 11, 12. No, I let my kids walk to the little Nisa shop around the corner. And even the first half dozen times I let them do that, I drove behind yeah. them without them knowing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, it's uh, yeah, now it's all like GPS. Like, oh, make sure you send me your location. And then yeah, it was just like, off you go. And I'm yeah. back in for t- as soon as, the, 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 you know, for tea. Yeah, I'll shout tea at some point. Just listen out and you'll hear it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when it is. It doesn't matter because you've not got to watch. But, uh, exactly. Know, just yeah. listen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Angela says, My uncle was an electrician and he used to have this little power box. He'd get me and my brothers and sisters to stand in line holding hands and effectively ele- electrocute us for a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was an electrician, so he knew he what he was doing. He knows what he's Keep doing. Your feet off the ground, guys. <laughs> I can't tell you again. Don't earth yourself. <laughs> Gosh. <that's> my... <laughs> I could imagine that. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Have you ever been electrocuted? Yeah, I, I remember sticking my fingers in the in the uh, in a lamp socket. once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had in our bedroom. We had it was the old kitchen unit. They'd moved it upstairs. We had a new kitchen or whatever. But in yeah. the drawers, it still had all the stuff that was in the drawers. Like, and one of them was bits of plug. <laughs> and I found the the face of a plug oh and the three God. pins. And I put the three pins in and then plugged it in the wall without the back on. Oh my ju- God! I was about six and i just yeah. shot across the room and hit the other wall jeez louise i was like all oh, right that's that's been electrocuted then right won't we do that again won't do that again but then a few years later i was fixing I used to, there's a point when i used to like get a reel-to-reel you know those big tape recorders from a car boot yeah, yeah, like yeah three yeah. quid it's like doing them up i don't know why and uh, i remember <laughs> messing with one of them and feeling this buzzing in my arm and i was getting electrocuted and i was like do you know what i think i'm i think i'm impervious to electricity now <laughs> after that shock i had as a kid I was like, oh, yeah, it's plugged in, yeah. I'm getting electrocuted right now. I'm all right. <laughs> I didn't feel it. Yeah. Oh, superpowers. Electro man. That's you. The, um, do you remember, like, licking a battery? Like, at the end of a battery? Oh, yeah. That was a sort of... Well, that was like drinking uh, sparkling water. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was that sort of acidic metal. Yeah. Wait, what was that? I don't know. Is that still is that still a thing? I don't know. I mean, I don't recommend it. By the way, is any more, kids listening here, do yeah, not do these things. Don't do any of the things we've just said. Do not do these things. But yeah, was... we are lucky to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> as much as we talk about it being different times, these are better times. <laughs> They're safer times. Mm. Uh, Angela Newman says, My mum would always lock herself out of the house, so she used to take the cover off the coal chute and send my younger brother down into the coal cellar and then open up the door from the inside. That's Victorian, isn't it? Getting him down the it really is. up the chimney down the coal chute. <laughs> yeah. I um I remember being I must have been about three. It's one of my first memories. Um we lived in this uh thankfully ground floor flat, bouncing on the bed. Bouncy, 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 and then bounce straight out the window. <laughs> <laughs> straight out the window. Do you think 
because <laughs> these things happen to us. Is that yeah. why we're so overcautious of our kids? Because if you're ever around ah, like aunties and uncles yeah. or your mum and stuff, and and then they go, uh, like when I'm in Howell was about three, I remember he mm. went to my auntie's and he went for a walk around the garden. I was like, I'm just going to go and um, see. And she's like, it's all right. He's just walking around the garden. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he could fall on something, and they're like, yeah, maybe that's what and it if is. he does, it'll be fine. He'll bleed out. It'll be good. Yeah, maybe we maybe we were overcautious. So no, because we rem- we know all the dangers because we we lived through them. Luckily, yeah. So we're like with our kids, just following them around, and he might fall over. Something might happen. A, like a huge bit of ice might fall out of a plane in the sky, and you're like, it's not going to happen. I mean, you know, chances. Are, it's what That's happened. what it is. That's, That's why we're is. overcautious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anne says, uh, being sent to the off license to buy sherry for my mum. You took any shape receptacle that you had handy, and they would fill it from a barrel. What year was this, Anne? But what a what a choice of drink as well. <laughs> Get us some sherry. <laughs> sherry. Get us some sherry. It's like someone's <laughs> sherry's just a drink for funerals, isn't it? Sherry. Yeah, that's not a real that's not a real drink, is it? No. Uh, Susan Stedman uh, says, uh, on our way back from family holiday in Wales, my brother and I used to sleep fully laid flat out in the boot of the estate on a makeshift foam mattress all the way home. I loved it. Rocked off to sleep with the glower street lamps flapping past. That does sound nice, doesn't it? does sound nice, actually. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see that. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're talking this morning about uh, some of the differences, I guess, between uh, growing up back when we did mm. and, uh, and kids are today. Well, they cost us, don't they, the kids today? You, know. you don't understand, do they, Steve, what you we went know, through? We went through our times, and it made us better people, stronger people. More, agreed, uh, agreed. With adversity. <laughs> Although <laughs> this current generation are growing up in the middle of a pandemic, so yes, technically, yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's something we never had to do. That's much. true. That's true. If that's anything, a nuclear we were... war, mind. Well, that was yeah, the, uh, slightly before my time, but yes, mm. uh, that was <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, what? That was big, big, big in the eighties. Yeah, I sort of don't remember that. Really. I, mean, I was, I was yeah. eighty-one. Me, so I was born. So I, I guess, guess by the time I was, was aware around, of it, yeah, it was around 80, 83, 84 or something. Right. Like was you genuinely aware of it though? Like at school? Yes, something there was you an advert about? in the Sun. I remember full-page advert for a nuclear bomb shelter, and there was a picture of like this house on the ground that you could buy for like four grand or whatever. And they were wow. putting the dog out, and it said dogs won't be allowed in the nuclear with fallout shelters. Wow. And I was like. Can we not have Judy in the burnout <laughs> shelter? Like, really, sort of. It's a yeah. big thing. I mean, they're advertising them in the papers, so it must have been Seems fairly big. Gosh, must yeah. be somebody who bought one of them. Going, uh, what's that? That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the nuclear bomb shelter I bought. It's in a paper, I don't know. It seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> what do you keep in now, there now? Actually. Just mainly crisps. Let's just keep the crisps down there, really. Toilet rolls. Crisps, toilet rolls. Keep away from the kids, you know. <laughs> Wow, I didn't. Re- I sort of didn't even sort of pass me mm. over that really because I was so little, I suppose. Uh, Claire says we used to go to uh, East Ham Working Men's Club on Christmas and New Year's Eve. My mum, dad, aunts, nan, and granddad. My granddad used to order me and my cousin a baby sham with a glass of cherry in it. We were mm. eight. Yeah, the place I will remember be doing that. The place will be thick with smoke with a net on the ceiling filled with blown-up balloons ready for the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. Then we would fall asleep in a load of pulled-together chairs covered in coats. Happy days. Ah, happy, hammered. Drunk off the skulls. I remember oh, drinking a sham. snowball when I was about that age, which is like baby sham and avocado. I remember yeah. going, ooh, what's this? And having a bit of that. So it was a thing. It People was started a drinking thing. a lot younger in those days. <laughs> Robert says, I remember my dad, who at one time smoked a pipe, sending me off to the tobacconist. That in itself wasn't too bad. There were many errands to run to the shop as a kid. Mm. My problem was, uh, as a young lad, that having to ask for an ounce of nose gay shag. I really thought he was winding me up and didn't believe that's what it was called. Yeah, nose gay. Yeah. It was a big... Uh, I've seen it on... I've only ever seen it on sort of Heritage Railway sites when there's a, you know the big enamel signs. Yeah, nose yeah, tobacco, Faulkner's so. nose gay shag, yeah. yeah but I imagine as a as a kid asking for that. <laughs> I mean, you would think I'm, it was a joke. You What's really would. Say it nose again. gay shag. Are you what? Yeah. You would think they were taking the mick. Yeah. <laughs> the smoking thing is weird. Actually, that comes up a lot, doesn't it? Parents who smoked. Well, everyone um, smoked in, everyone in smoked, the house yeah. in those. No one went outside for a fact. No, did they? imagine. 
It would I remember lying like, watching television. My mum smoked, lying and watching television, and like a like a bl- like a purple blanket like above me. Yeah, like you know, in the room, and I'd be above below it, yeah. watching Tenko. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's just very odd. It feels so different now. Joanne says, my nan, granddad, and mum would all smoke in one room. My nan would get me to light her cigarettes for her from the age of eight. She'd also give me martini to drink whilst we watched Dynasty. Have I mean, mar- grandparents... Hey, that's good, though, isn't it? <laughs> Have a little martini while you're watching Dynasty. That's very classy. Very classy. Wow, that's I it. like that. Sasha says, my nana used to feed us chopped-up bits of raw Richmond sausage as a treat. Mm. Yeah, that was the generational thing. My dad used to do that. Just, he'd just take a sausage out of the fridge. It wasn't cooked and just bite it. No! Like, yeah, yeah. No! From a different generation. But that... I know what you're saying about sense. pork. I know, I know. But they were just like, you know, just tasted. That's a thing that they did. Sasha they did. says that we loved it. She says, I remember when my mum found out and went mental. A full row broke out. Turned out the sausages were raw. My mm. nan said, if it's good enough for a dog, it's good enough for children. Never did us any harm. That's not a phrase I want to no, ever hear. No, that's not a phrase, no. No, no. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Raw sausage. Raw sausage. Very big mad. in the 80s. <laughs> she couldn't wait to cook it. It's before microwave. She could probably cook that sausage in uh, two minutes now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. but, but it's you, only 10 no minutes in a pan. Yeah, but you've got to get the grill out, you've got to get the pan out. Just oh. have a little nibble. Just one bite, not the <laughs> entire sausage. I'll have a bite of sausage before we start yeah. cooking them. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jane Mills, at the age of 14, my dad sent me to the building site down the road with a wheelbarrow and shovel to liberate a load of sand. The builders just stood and watched this tiny girl load a wheelbarrow with as much sand as possible and gave me a <laughs> round of applause as I pushed it back up the hill. Good work. Good Why work not? for the builders, yeah. Love well that. done. You go, girl. Go and get us some sand from the building site of the road. Imagine if I said that to my kids. They'd look at me like I was nuts. Yeah. But they get, kids probably get away with it. If you did it, you wouldn't. That's less, true, less yeah, so. yeah. That's, That's true. why he sent his daughter up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Adam Mayer says, My dad used to make me and my brother get out of the car and go stand in free car parking spaces till he got round to where it was yeah. so no one else would park there. That's, that is that's the thing, I definitely yeah. remember doing that. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever do that as well? Did you ever do that as well when you were at Junction? Your mum would make you get out and press the button on the, 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 the crossing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that a few times. Get out and come, and then you'd have to run and try and get back in the car. We had a car once where uh, the, the, the caterpillar or the cotterpin on the wheel had snapped and mm. we knew it had snapped uh, and that basically holds the wheel on. I remember stopping at a junction and just watching the front wheel roll down the road. Blooming heck. We knew, it was, we knew it was broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's never got round to it. <laughs> Adam Mayer says, my dad used to make me and my brother get out of a car. No, I've done that one. That's the one I've done. Um, Shirley Smirthwaite says, my partner's auntie used to give him a cigarette and a bottle of Guinness if he'd do the hoovering for her. He was eight. Nine, that was 1971 for you. Tell you what, you do the hoovering, give you, give you a fag and a, and a bottle of Guinness, yeah? What is All going right. on? I mean, even in 1971, surely she knew that was wrong. No, because Guinness is good for you, isn't it? It's got oh, well, there is the advert, yeah. yeah, yeah that would yeah, be yes. it. Maybe that's swayed by that. <laughs> All that extra iron. <laughs> this is The Stranger Times with CK McDonald. So we're back. Steve has uh, come from behind. Yeah. Bad start, you know, but uh, managed Strong to finish. find my feet. Mm. That's it. Well done. Well done. I'm proud of you. Proud oh, of you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, so currently, uh, the game works like this. Uh, a brilliant uh, author, a very funny man, uh, CK McDonald. Good morning to you, Queeve. Good morning. Morning. Uh, he is going to give us three stories. Two of these stories are true. One of them is false. He writes the brilliant book, The Stranger Times. So if you uh, if you see that knocking about, well worth a purchase. It's absolutely brilliant. So here we are. The final is here, and the league table thus far is amazingly. Queeve has actually got two points. We didn't even know he was playing. Um, <laughs> he's managed to trick us twice. Steve has. St- Steamed into mm. uh, into joint top with Queen as well. He's got two correct over the last few weeks, and I am languishing behind. I started off really well uh, with one point at the bottom. Overconfident, so the best, overconfident, you could say. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe, that's what they, maybe a lot of people have said that. Um, but um, I'm in last place at the moment. So the best I can hope for is uh, is a three-way tie. So let's mm. find out what three stories Queeve has this week. Okay, and this week we have a very highbrow theme of uh, we running through all three stories. Cool. So good, uh, good, good. Mm-hmm. this would be 12-year-old boy's dream come true. Uh, number one, California Dreaming. Donald Waters from San Diego says that he's discovered that his we is attracted to gold. He claims when he has a tinkle, the stream is pulled towards any nearby precious metals, and he is currently looking for an investor in his new company, Liquid Assets Incorporated. Number two, in a 2016 episode of the series, an expert on the Antiques Roadshow mistakenly drank 180-year-old wee containing rusty nails and human hair while trying to figure out if it was port or wine. Wow. And number three... Astronaut Wii could be used to build lunar space stations. Moon dust mixed with urine produces geopolymer concrete, and it would be a lot cheaper than bringing materials from Earth. Okay. Wow. Okay. So selection there, isn't it? Quite a selection. We have uh, so Californian gold finding wee wee. We have antiques roadshow drinking wee wee, and we have an astronaut's cement based wee wee. Um, Yeah. So. Lot to go with on that. Mm, yeah. I mean, basically, they're all false, aren't they? They can't. None of them can be true. You would, you would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. But, but two uh, of them are true. We, yeah, two of them are true. That's the problem, isn't it? Where's your, where's your brain going? What are you thinking? False is going towards the moon. We we the NASA making oh, uh, really? sort of buildings out of we and moon dust. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The system about it. Yeah, you know. I know what you mean. The first one sounds a little bit like an excuse, like his wife's gone, why can you never wee in the toilet bar? Why is it all over the floor? He's gone, well, because I've got special gold-divining wee-wee. Yeah. And that's and you, why you they've got the gold on the side. If you will put gla- the gold taps in the sink, then this is what's going to happen, my dear. I can't help this. That sounds like that guy. <laughs> yeah. What was the second Cause, one? Because that first uh, one is it's not necessarily true, it's just that a guy has said it. Well, that's mm. the, uh, the second one was the guy in the Antiques Roadshow drinking oh, yeah. 180-year-old wee, thinking it was oh, port or wine. I'd like like to see that. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find it. I get in top notes of um, well, mainly urine. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> rusty nails. Uh, I can sort of believe that one as well. Yeah, I can. Yeah. So, anyway. but then why didn't I see it at the time? Well, I mean, you're a big antiques roadshow watcher. Well, maybe not, but. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if they'd actually show that on the Antiques Roadshow. It's not... Yeah, oh, maybe. Might, might not have made the highlights baggage. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just sign this, uh, please? Why am I signing this? Just We want to show that clip of when you drank the wee in there. <laughs> I'm not signing this. I'm not signing this. <laughs> but you right, think it would have surfaced now? on YouTube or something, though. But yeah. anyway, what are you thinking? So well, I'm going policy. for the... I'm going NASA. I know. The, I, think it, I think it might be NASA as well, but my problem is, hmm. tactically... If I if I pick the same as you, I can I can't catch you up. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm going to go Antiques Roadshow. I can tell you the made up one is the first one. The guy finding no! gold. No! Wow! <laughs> no! I wasn't supposed to be in this. How have I won? Well You've done. Won. I mean, well done. No, just just well done. <laughs> Unbelievable. Three, two, one. Unbelievable! You can build stuff out of moon, rock, dust, and wee. I mean, it makes sense if you think rather than taking loads of water. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I know that makes sense. (laughs) If if the moon's made out of concrete, it makes sense. But it doesn't if it's made out of moon rock. (laughs) And even if it was concrete, if you just weed in some concrete, I'm not sure that would work. You need sand. You need other stuff. I feel oh, like in like forty years' time, you're going to be one of those tourists to the moon just to prove a point. <laughs> you just you just see that like on the TV. I remember edge. when this was all urine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that was a fun game. That I enjoyed that. We'll uh, we might bring that back at some point later. <laughs> later on but Queen, thanks for joining us mate been a pleasure so let us know one more time uh, very quickly what it's about and where people can find it it's the Stranger Times it's set in the newspaper in Manchester that reports weird and wonderful stuff from around the world and then they find out that some of the weird and wonderful stuff is actually true um, and it's, you can find it anywhere you go to thestrangertimes.co.uk or there's also the Stranger Times podcast Jason Manford Absolute Radio where real music 
matters. Good morning. Hope you're well. It's Jason and Steve on Absolute Radio chatting this morning about uh, the sort of, I guess, just the things that parents, adults used to get away with back in the day. It's not that uh, long ago, is it? But it, it's you know. really not. It's really not. Things change very quickly, don't they? That's I think thing. so. And also, maybe once you've lived through, you know, a lot of these people we're talking about would have lived through a, a war, I guess. And yeah, yeah. The ramifications of that, you know. So, yeah. Joe Sheehan says, my dad let me sit on his knee so I could help him drive. No seatbelts. I saw a police car and pushed me down by my head quick. I was down by the pedals. <laughs> I mean, I've I've sort of come onto the driveway and I've had my son and my daughter get on my knee and sort of help me park it. Yeah. Done that a few times, uh, or reverse it, stuff like that. They're very excited just to control the steering wheel. But I don't know if I'd do it on an A road, <laughs> on an actual road, <laughs> yeah. on your own property. It's probably not illegal on your own property. If you're probably on the not, driveway. Yeah. I don't know, but don't yeah, know. when you're on the actual highways of the I world, I think so. If you're going round a roundabout, feels yeah, yeah. Indicate, indicate. <laughs> no, the, indicate on the, the stop before you want to get out, just as you pass that one. Confuse people. <laughs> Also, how would they? I mean, obviously, they I guess you'd have to do the pedals, wouldn't you? It wouldn't be like yeah. the penguins from Madagascar. Ten to two, ten to two. Come on, <laughs> how many times? And uh, middle finger. That's right. <laughs> Let him know what you think. That's right, son. Well done. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's no, right. Stop pressing the on. Stop pressing the on. <laughs> no, I know it's funny, but he thinks it's. No, it doesn't matter. Caroline Elizabeth says, "My mum used to lower me down the back of a cooker by my feet to pick up a wooden spoon or whatever she dropped." Oh, do you know what? I seem to remember doing that as well. You just pull it away from the wall if you drop something on the back yeah. of it, and behind the cooker. That's oh. where badness, badness lived. There was all sorts. Anything <laughs> no. else that had dropped down there that wasn't a spoon that needed to be retrieved would be left there for 20, 30 years. Oh, nothing. Vile. Nothing goes behind there. That was like the, the, the gateway to hell, the back mm. of your cooker. Horrible. Yeah. And that and behind the fridge, the what was that like? Well, fur? that never moved, did it? That never like a, moved. A massive, like, fur. I don't even know what it was on the back there. No wonder it affected the ozone layer. Yeah. Horrible. That was the uh, ozone layer. That was, yeah, behind that fridge. Uh, Kerry says, going out on Halloween in a bin liner with a belt around the middle, carrying a turnip, which took days to carve with a lit candle next to your bin liner outfit. Yeah. Yeah, not all that through, yeah, have no, That wouldn't happen anymore. No. no, definitely not. And also, actually going out on Halloween by yourselves. No, yeah. That I mean, I go out with my kids, dress up yeah, as well, and walk around with them. Do don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not back then. Off you go. Go and just knock on strangers' houses, and ask them for sweets. Yeah. I mean, it's literally I mean, it the goes opposite. against everything you've told them. Oh, yeah. Never round, accept though. sweets from strangers, except this day. Except then I want you to actively day. knock on their door <laughs> and go to their houses and ask for sweets. <laughs> mm. Angela says, my uncle lived next door and had animals in the field at the back. He sent me down the field to touch the electric fence to check it was working. <laughs> I don't think your granddad likes you very much. No, definitely Can you not. you see if that uh, electric fence is still working? Just give it a quick lick. Yeah. Uh, Donna says, I remember our first holiday abroad when smoking was allowed at the back of an aeroplane in a segregated area. Never makes sense, did it? That? It doesn't make any sense. No. Like the, like the air's just going to stop at that point. Yeah. Ugh. Nasty. Joe Flaherty says, on a school trip to a forest in primary school, one of the boys was being nasty, really nasty and naughty, so the ranger let her dog off the leash and put the boy on it. Ooh. I don't even remember the teachers being bothered. <laughs> no, that Wow. That would not happen now. Yeah. Although those, like when you did those trips, those people who, like outdoorsy people when you went to yeah. do like a day trip, they weren't, they shouldn't have been around kids. No, but, a skill set. It, but even any sort of camping trip at school, you got the impression that once the kids were in, gone to sleep, the teachers were all just sort of smoking and drinking. Yeah, and if yeah, anything happened yeah. in that period, like somebody woke up at 10 o'clock, they'd be like, oh, yeah. what? I was oh, just in the livid. middle of a bottle of scotch here. What are you yeah. doing? Get back in your tent. Absolutely livid. Like turn over to the school secretary. Right, You better go back to your own room. Yeah, exactly. All going on the, the debauchery of a t of the teachers yeah. on a school it's trip. Stay away for them as well, isn't it? Of course, yeah. Drinking, smoking. Yeah, that was all happening. It was all happening. Of course, well, we presumed it was, of course. which meant it probably was. Of course, it was happening. Of course, they were all white and white than white. Oh, te oh, a lovely primary school teacher. Must so great that you do that job. But then suddenly, gets the school trip time. Whoa, lads, lads, lads. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Kath says, when I was about eight, my dad asked me to volunteer to go down a hole in the floorboards in the front room. Yep. We've got one of these crawl spaces. Crawling flat on my tummy, carry a wire under the floor across to the other side of the room and pass it up through a small hole to him and shimmy backwards on my tummy to get out of the original hole. The space was about 12 inches deep full of spiders, cobwebs, mucks and bits of broken cement. and stuff and all sorts, yeah. Amazing. Well, wow, that's like the great escape, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lisa says, My mum used to tie me and my sisters to the washing line so we could still play out and run about but not go near the road. Well, that's sort of well, sensible parents. Yeah, I mean, that's, really. the, that's actually better. That's the, she cares the, about the road. That's more than the, most parents did in our generation. Yeah, I mean, we literally used to say, Go and play out on the road. Yeah. She saw the danger there. The car would come, get the ball. That's what I worry sometimes, like my kids have not got as much road sense as we had when we were kids. Yeah. Because we used to play on the road. Yeah. Yeah, we're all over them, aren't we? Go, no, look, don't forget, look, look left, right. Whereas we had to learn, didn't we? We had to learn to look left and right. You you know, you only get knocked over once before you go, right, I'm going to make sure I look left and right next time. Exactly, yeah. And Naomi says, in 1982, when I was 12, my dad filled the car with petrol before realising he didn't have any money. So he left me as a deposit with a poor, bewildered lady. I haven't got my wallet with me, but uh, I do have this child. Uh, let me let me give you an idea what this child can do. If you need some wiring done, this child can crawl in a crawl space just under 12 feet and take one wire from one end of the room to the other. So that's what you're getting if I don't come back for this petrol. But I will, because I love this. Um, sorry, what's your name again? <laughs> Katie McGee says, my mum once made me and my sister walk home with some lengths of wood because they were too big for the car. <laughs> Can't fit them in the car. Can you walk them home? <laughs> See you back home, yeah? They were eight foot long and she had a Corsa. It was about a mile and a half walk and she drove slowly with us to make sure we were okay. Well, that's, oh, well, that's all right nice. then. At least yeah, she did yeah. that. I've definitely pushed my mum's car more than once when I was like 12. Yeah. You think, why don't you let me do the... Driving a bit and you do the pushing. You surely better at pushing than me. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Dawn says, my mum used to send us to the butchers and we had to ask for bones for the dog. Only we didn't have a dog, but the bone was for soup. (laughs) Amazing, lying to the butchers. And uh, Susan Daly says, when I was about six, my dad sent me out with a bucket and shovel to get the horse manure from the rag and bow man's cart for his rose tree. Actually, I used to do that as well. We used to go out. Yeah, I remember that. And get get the manure for the garden. Ah, and you know Happy what, Steve? Yeah. You tell that to the kids today. No, oh, they don't understand. Yeah, they just don't believe you. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, you know what I am excited about, Steve? What? Actually getting back out on tour. Yes, that'd be nice, um, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I was supposed to be on, I'm supposed to be on tour now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd be like... You've been nearly finished, months, weren't you? Yeah, I'd be 10 months into it, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, but now I've got to wait until uh, August, middle of August, so it's not, not too far. Um, but uh, do come and see us, please. Come and see us on tour. It'll be lovely to see you. Uh, the tour's called Like Me, and I am touring everywhere. I'm not, you know, I'm not one of these guys who makes you come to the nearest big town arena, no. Steve. No. I mean, I am playing some arenas. But I'll come to you, no matter yeah. what hellhole you live in. I will be there. I will be there. I love a hellhole. I love a British hellhole. Uh, but no, I'm doing loads of places all over the country, uh, right up to Scotland, over to Ireland. Uh, eventually, we'll be out to Australia and New Zealand uh, when uh, rules are lifted. Uh, but um, but for now, yeah, come and see us. Like me, you can check that out on the jasonmanford.com website. Um, we we've we've only got a, we've not got long left, but I've just got to rattle through a few more of these um, yeah, stories, okay. Steve, because some absolute beauties in here. Just remembering sort of parenting from a nostalgic, nostalgic point of view. Uh, Kath says, my mum used to send me down the streets with a notepad telling me to write down all of the car reg numbers as if there was a crime the police would ask if anyone had a note of the location of all the cars at that time of the crime. Um, and she was like, my daughter does. Yeah. Yeah. I spent hours with my notebook and the police never asked once. I think that sometimes parents got you to do things just as a waste of time or to get you yeah, out of the house. Yeah, but that notebook there, if they do like a sort of, you know, Netflix, like making yeah, a murder like a about podcast. some a cold yeah. crime, cold yeah. case, 
And they go, if only we knew where the cars were parked in 1978. Yeah. I've still got that book somewhere. Yes. You know, crack a case that's years old. That's true. I wonder sometimes, this is, I used to tell a story in my stand-up about my dad sending us out to look for um, black puddings. So he used to to tell us that, he basically told us that black puddings were like a a little animal Hmm. with legs and that, and they lived at the bottom of the garden. And every so often he'd go, right, uh, you and your brothers go out and have a little look for black puddings at the end of the garden. And we'd be out with a little net and a bucket trying to catch black puddings. Any joy? I caught a couple. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I think they were they were probably moles. They're fast though, aren't they? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, rapid, rapid. Um, but interestingly, I only realised this probably in the last two years uh, because my dad came clean um, he basically did... I can't even believe I'm telling this story. He basically did that so we would leave the house so him and my mum could go back up to bed. Uh, okay. I mean, who wants to hear that about their own parents? Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. And he told me like it was a right laugh. <laughs> and then we'd do that and then we'd pop back upstairs for a bit of how's your father while you were yeah. out looking for black puddings. I was like, ah, oh, don't ruin my childhood's memories. No. I remember that being an innocent, like, jokey thing that me and my brothers used to do. It was for you. It was for us, but I don't want to be... We're out there What was going on upstairs black is, a, is another matter. <laughs> against humanity. Horrendous. Jason Manford. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Hope you have enjoyed the show. Uh, there are lots and lots of podcasts to choose from in the world. I'm very well aware of that. Uh, but this one is very good. Jason Manford podcast. Uh, you can listen to all of our shows, uh, all the shows me and Steve have done uh, in the past. Close your ears, Steve. Um, yeah. I have had other people on the show. Sorry, I just um, heard that. What did you say? Nothing. No, 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 no. I was just talking about other people um, who might I, I've spoke to sometimes. Um, we've had Peter Kay, we've had Roger Daltrey, we've had John Bishop, we've had Sarah Millican, we've had uh, loads of people, loads of very funny people. Um, I mean, not like not Steve standard, but you know, funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, you are listening. I thought you. Yeah. Had, I, thought I told you. Sorry, no, I, was, I was told somebody else. <laughs> Uh, so all you have to do is Google Jason Manford Podcast and it will come up. It will come up. Uh, you can ask your Alexa. You can find them on the Absolute Radio website. There's no excuse. If anyone says to me, oh, where did you get your podcast from? I, I can't help you because I've just it's, it's, it's in the world. Uh, so do that. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Steve, I won't bother asking you what you're doing because it's usually nothing. Nothing. Uh, what, are you, what are you going for dinner? Have you got any plans for dinner? Um, might do a nice... Full on roast today. I might do a full on roast. Oh, yeah. All the trimmings. Yeah. Lovely. Enjoy. Uh, I will see you same time next week here on Absolute Radio.